Well, welcome back, everybody. It is another episode, another edition of Da Chicago 60 Podcast. I am your... I'm sorry? We've been gone for a while. We have been gone for a couple of weeks because I was moving. I moved to another location. We're in another spot. So there it is. And uh, yeah, so now we're back. We uh, finally picked it up. We're doing some makeshift uh, maneuvering. <laughs> We've got, you can't see exactly what's going on here, but let's just say some items are lacking in the new apartment. I need to buy some furniture. <laughs> but um, you know, we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, celebrating this podcast, and we're gonna be uh, uh, drinking uh, from our favorite uh, Chicago, rather Wisconsin counterpart, New Glarus. They are not sponsoring this, but boy. That would be fine with us, even though we're a podcast based in Chicago. We don't care that we're fibs. We we wear that crown proudly. But uh, okay, cheers to cheers to that, Charlie Barons. Cheers to you, pal. Okay. Anyway, we are back with another episode of yeah. The Chicago Sixty Podcast. I am your illustrious host, of course, Justin J. War, and next to me is our another illustrious co-host. It's Norm. Norm Stormin Norman. Manny Norm. is not here Norm. in the booth with us this Norm. week. He will be back next week, and we have a lot more exciting stuff coming. But this week on the podcast, we are going to talk about how Fairlife and their milk practices are going into, uh, they're having some issues, lawsuits happening about your milk. It is the third year of Chicago's Pokemon Go Fest, and we will talk about how everyone tried to catch them all. Yes, and of course, the Women's World Cup is going on. Does anyone care? We'll talk about it here. And managers try to deal with the Me Too movement and how to operate in 2019. We'll talk about that. All of that and a little bit more on this episode of Da Chicago 60 Podcast. And of course, the Jag Off of the Week. Norm, it is now time for... Podcast. Alrighty then. So, Norm, uh, let's start out with some quick stories here. And uh, one, let's do, you know what? I'd like to take us back to and have a little bit of a, a history lesson. Let's history. go back. Oh, yes. Let's go back and let's, let's go to our favorite subject of all time, history. History. The, the subject everyone history. loves. Their favorite, their favorite topic. Oh, and of course, folks, uh, cheers to the podcast and our friends at New Glarus. We can only get this in Wisconsin. We stole it from Wisconsin. Only the best. That's right. You got to steal the poison of the enemies to get their power. (laughs) It's good poison. It's very good poison. It's very delicious. Yeah. If you're not drinking, you're doing something wrong, folks. Or again, you know, your choice. You don't have to drink, but we like drinking. We do. Yeah. It's the one thing we have in common with Wisconsinites. We is really that, do, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'll bring anyway. us all together is alcohol. <laughs> That's right. Alcohol saves lives or destroys them. <laughs> one or the other. Uh, but it brings people together. Yeah. Yeah. In some cases, brings the wrong sorts of people together. Wrong sorts of people and together. And then shit goes cray. <laughs> but uh, let's not talk about that. What we're really doing is going back into history. Back Norm. into history. Back into history. Back into history. the olden times. Back there when Chicago was just a wee city on the outskirts of the premise of Lake Michigan. And uh, they were there just trying to grow themselves into a prosperous city on the, on the lake. Like the yes. 50s? <laughs> in the 1850s, my friend. Yeah, that's what we're calling back. Like this old yes. man is here today. Yes. I, I'm so old that I, I died 100 years ago. <laughs> and then came back to tell a story. That's <laughs> right. I'm the ghost of an old man from the 1850s. Yes. Yes. And so I want to talk to you about the 19th Amendment, which was actually in like the 1900s. So he's he's really knowledgeable, this he old really guy. He knows this stuff. Yeah, he really does. Uh, no, so Illinois actually just celebrated uh, the centennial of the 19th Amendment. Which happened huh. June 10th. Yes. So actually, Illinois was known for being quite a progressive state back in uh, the old 1850s. Those, those damn women. Oh, did want rights? That's crazy. But everybody else in this state scored it. I don't, I don't get it. What's going on? They want the right to vote? That's crazy. I'm not going to let my old lady tell me how that's ridiculous. She doesn't even know two plus two. 
to you, old man? <laughs> you see, milk's the cow for the good, but not the... I don't know where I'm going with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Run, run. Um, yeah, but actually, uh, so Illinois was one of the more progressive states. Yeah. And has continues to be one of the more progressive states, which we'll talk about uh, a little bit later. Not on this podcast, but uh, moving forward over the next few episodes, we've got a lot of interesting topics of how Illinois is very progressive. Uh, a couple of new laws that were just passed by uh, the Illinois State Legislature, but we will get into those on on subsequent episodes. But for uh, the 19th Amendment, yeah, it was celebrated uh, here in Illinois, and uh, Illinois was very interesting in that they... It was one of the first states that allowed women in 18... For example, in 1873, women were allowed to run for school offices that were not created by the Constitution, which is a caveat that was mentioned in the Tribune. I don't entirely know what that means. But basically, any positions that were created on a local level, it seems like, women were able to actually run for those and actually serve on uh, you know, public office positions uh, for school offices, which was, was quite interesting. And in 1913... Governor Edward Dunn. Edward Dunn. Oh, good old Ed Dunn. Good I remember him. Dunn. I remember them jokes when he said, hey, you know what Ed Dunn does? He gets it done. He gets it done. He gets it done. Ed. Good old Ed Dunn gets it done. That was his campaign Jesus. slogan. Back in 1913. It really is Father's Day for you. Oh, got to get them dad jokes in there. You know, old, old, old Ed Dunn gets it done. Old get it there. And he got it done for the ladies, which is not as sexual as I meant that yeah, to sound. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he signed a law making Illinois the first state east of the Mississippi to grant women the right to vote only for local offices, not national offices, because uh, the 19th Amendment had not been passed at that time for women to vote. But Illinois was a state that actually let women vote, was one of the first states to let women vote for local offices, governor mayor stuff like that so yeah yeah, still very important stuff so that uh, i did not know that that was a very interesting thing to learn about thank you chicago tribune also illinois beat out those bastards in wisconsin and those wolverines in chicago in chicago those wolverines in chicago (laughs) those wolverines in michigan uh being the first state to ratify the 19th amendment so yay go illinois see we we like women yay women Cheers to women. Okay, so yeah, I just thought that was a very interesting story. A little bit of history. Yeah. You know, Illinois. We're you know we do things. Not always, <laughs> not always the best way, but we get but it done. We get it done. Especially if it was by yeah. Governor Ed, Ed Dunn. Dunn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got Ed Dunn. Ed Dunn. Ed Ed's done. Yeah, we got Ed Dunn. Because uh, Dunn is dead, so he's done. Uh, yeah, he died a while ago. <laughs> yeah. Done, um, died, so he's done. But yeah, so yeah, there was a big celebration and they, you know, cool. there was a lot of people celebrating the Ninth Amendment. A lot of women were out there, you know, cheering, woo, cheer, woo, yay, we vote. So, you good, good for you women. You, you know, you're, you're a very important part of the electoral process. Women is a big vote to go after and it's very segmented. Not all women think alike. They have their own interests. You know? But then, I mean, the fact that, like, our state was willing to understand that every person needed to vote. Like, I mean, generally every state understood that eventually. Right. Like, every, yes. every state understood that every human being should have the ability right to, to vote. vote. Yes. And the right to do so. But look at Illinois go, being like, you know what, by the way, we do have a lot of women here. Mm-hmm. We should probably let them vote for some shit. Yeah. Because, you know, I personally want to win. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's right. And, you know... I know a few extra women, so... Yeah, yeah, so... Good for you, good for us, Illinois and Chicago. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, Moving right along in in other news. In other news. So, uh, Chicago may actually get a $15 minimum wage ahead of schedule. What? 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 Yes. What? Uh, What? Oh, it ended once I did it. Okay, (laughs) interesting. (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah, so the South, one of the Southside aldermen, Sophia King of the Fourth Ward. So I love how we call it a ward. It sounds everyone like everyone should do it that way, though. Right? It's like I a Game every, of Thrones. Thing. Every time someone introduces someone from a ward, they should <laughs> yes. like Sophia. It's Sophia King, King of the, the Fourth Ward. From the Fourth Ward. <laughs> like I think that would make it kind of epic. John 
dilly-dally from the 29th Ward. That's <laughs> just so I mean, it's the works, though. It does. <laughs> Rubens Britabaka from the 16th Ward. I don't know who these people are, but, either, but they I mean, sound important exactly. when they're coming from a ward. Oh, do done. Do done. Done. Edward Dunn from the 100th Ward. I feel like if you add a sir... Or, uh, Sir Edward Dunn? Yes. Sir Edward Dunn of the 95th Ward. Yeah, I like that. I like yeah. That. yeah, it's badass is what it is. Dunn, Dunn would be happy I feel like that. dragons are going to fly overhead <laughs> in a few moments. Dunn would be very happy Someone's going to get their head chopped off for being like, supported. It's not a laughing matter. You know what? I like that, though. Keep doing that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Well, anyway, Sophia King of the 4th Ward. Is proposing a bill in city council to, to you know, move uh, the $15 minimum wage up a few years by oh, yeah. about four. Because it's supposed to pass or go go into effect for the entire state in like four years. Mm-hmm. But she's like, no. We need it now. We need it now because people need money in order to survive in this yes. damn city because it's yes. too damn expensive in Chicago. What in the Sam Hill? What in the peanut butter and jelly? What? Who are these kibbles and bits? Petco versus PetSmart, damn it. I don't know, I'm making up something. I don't know, yeah, I see that. Uh, <laughs> I'm just trying. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a battle royale between PetSmart and Petco. And Kibbles and Bits. Kibbles is on the left, Bits is on the right, Kibbles is on the ropes. He's not sure what he's going to do. In this corner, and in this corner. Yeah, so I find that very interesting. So we'll see how that progresses, but yeah. could be good. I mean, you know, really I am a fiscal conservative, so... Minimum wage. Is there a bad but, side to it? Yeah, the, the bad side is that they are worried people are going to lose their jobs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and so well, I'm yeah. mentioning I I'm mean, a fiscal conservative. Yeah. Okay, that makes Because it's like, yeah, okay. That already happened in New York yeah. with, yeah. Uh, with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and her coffee shop who basically oh, went bankrupt yeah, because yeah, they yeah. couldn't afford the minimum wage. Well, I mean, they were like, uh, the issue with like McDonald's where they were, they were saying, yeah. okay, we'll, rise, we'll raise up the minimum right. wage, but then we'll also get kiosks. So then we don't hire. That is people. correct. That is correct. We and we spoke about that on an earlier yeah. episode. McDonald's is like, yeah, we'll do the fifteen dollar minimum yeah. wage. Enjoy ordering at a kiosk. And I'm not gonna lie. We're not actually, paying at fifteen dollars an hour. I'm not gonna lie. That kiosk is actually really nice because yeah. I don't have to talk to anyone. Right. <laughs> so I know it's, it's human error. It's wrong to say, yeah. and yeah. I really want people to people deserve fifteen dollars yes. an hour. Yes. But if I don't have to talk to someone, I won't. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, so, fuck people. Right? Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. But no, it's, it's a good thing. No, it's a good thing. It people, you know, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I, I you know, I, I have thoughts, but overall it's good. Like, it is expensive. I mean, it's not as bad as San Francisco or New York, for no, goodness sakes. No. I mean, you've got literally people in San Francisco in tents just chilling, cause they, and they're not even homeless. They're just, no. they, 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 they have jobs. They just literally... They, they just can't afford to live in the damn city. Living in their cars. It's ridiculous. Know, and going to work. Shitting on the streets. Like, figuring it out. Yeah. You know? Ridiculous. So, I mean, you know, $15. I mean, it's been uh, approved in other states and whatnot. So, I mean, you know, if it goes in a little bit earlier, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. But I do anticipate a lot more kiosks in those. Yeah, uh, a lot of kiosks. Yup. So, we'll see how that goes. But uh, moving right along in Otter News. Going along with the $15 minimum wage. Norm, uh, our new African-American uh, uh, gay mayor, Lori Lightfoot, and we mention that because it's historic in nature. <laughs> like, not, just not like Ed Dunn. It's historic. Just it's historic. like Sarah Ed Dunn. We won't keep mentioning it, but it's still <laughs> fresh. After a while, we'll stop mentioning it. It's very it fresh, like Tony's important. Fresh Market. It's you know? still important. You got you to gotta use those fresh <laughs> stories. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so our, our wonderful new mayor, Lori Lightfoot, I assume she's... Wonderful and nice. She seems so far. I assume I have not met her so far. I'm down to meet you, Lori. Very nice. If you want to have us, we'll do an interview. We will. I will do it about this topic because yeah, she says, "quote There is no question unquote that city residents will need to pay more in taxes or fees to deal with a seven hundred million dollar shortfall that we have." So yeah, no question. There is no question. So guess what, folks? That means there's going to be some more taxes. Yes, sir. They got them taxes coming, and uh, they're going to make you an offer 
that you cannot refuse because it's taxes. And you can't refuse them. You gotta pay them. Or else uh, the government's gonna come and put a gun to your head and say, Hey, pay your taxes! So, that is legitimately what it is. It is, I mean, it is basically forcible by yeah, gunpoint. I mean, it really is. You just gotta put it out there at a point where I'm like, Oh my god, they kind of do yes. put a gun to your head that and they force do. you to pay. Yeah. Taxes. Right. I mean, like, nobody actually physically points a gun at you and says, pay your damn taxes. But, I mean, they do it in other very harmful ways. <laughs> like, you know, in the legitimate closing your ways. bank accounts <laughs> right. and just taking in money. Actually harmful ways. <laughs> yeah, not versus... allowing you to get unemployment anywhere else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> black, black marking you in your record for future employment opportunities. Like, they don't put a gun to your head. They just kind of prick you with a pin over right. and over again yeah. while you sleep. <laughs> putting, putting very passive aggressive notes in your mailbox. Let you get slightly infected and oh. then die. <laughs> would it? Would it be nice if you could afford that car loan? <laughs> Damn it, IRS! Damn you with your Sounds passive aggressiveness. Like someone is speaking from uh, experience. Yes. Yeah. No, I've never been audited yet. <laughs> yet. None of uh, us have. Yeah. Anyway, it should. I just find it that I just love how she's already using. Yeah. Language that's like definitive. There is no question. No question. I would like there to be a question. I would yeah. like there to be a question. Actually. I hate it when I hate it when politicians do that because it's yeah. like you realize it's going to be replayed over, later on. Over, yeah, that's not with... good for future campaigning. Exactly. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you know. Oh, well, we'll see where it goes, but uh, expect your taxes to go up there, folks. Yeah. I just came back from Wisconsin for a wedding, uh, and the oh my god, I mean, just in gas taxes alone. So, here in this, I literally paid 60 cents less in the burbs compared to in the city. I mean, 60 cent difference. That is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And yet, we need more taxes. So, we're going to need more taxes, and then they're going to fiddle away all that money, and then we're going to need more taxes. And then more taxes. And then, then, you know what? Shit, bring back the soda tax, because fuck it. You know? We don't eat fat kids. Yeah, so we don't, so yeah. Soda tax. It's That's right. Kids, Get right? rid of individual rights, folks. It's tax for everything. The kids, okay, don't think that it wasn't for the kids. It's right. for the children it's and right. taxing the shit out of every right. human being in Chicago. Like, right. so just, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, moving uh, right along uh, in other news, news, another quick story, Norm, that I found very interesting uh, from one Chicago Tribune. Again, not one of our sponsors on Dust no, Chicago no. 60, love but if they would love to sponsor us, Chicago Tribune, we promote your stories all the time because all you time. tell it kind of how it is. So Local, that's always good. All the time. Yeah. No, they, the Tribune does some fairly decent reporting. I will say, Trib, if you're there, um, Trib, there are a lot of crime stories <laughs> on yeah. your website. No offense, but there are happier shit that does go on in Chicago. Stop scaring yeah. people. Um, yeah. It's important to know. We already know that people are shooting people. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of a given. It's so. it's a it's you've literally yeah. told us about it so much, no one cares anymore. It's just like the sun comes out. Yeah, you know, it's, it's like kind of a daily thing, so we understand it. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the sun comes out, people died. Yeah, cool. It sucks. Don't get me wrong. It's a horrible. Yeah, it's thing. not good. But it doesn't have to be on your front page all the time. Right. Just throwing that out there. Thanks. Five dead in the South Side. It's like, ugh. Every isn't there weekend. anything interesting to read about? Every single weekend. Ugh. Dead people? Ugh. You know? Like. Should, should not, that should not be the reaction. Like, at least, like, you know, give me something a little bit joyous first before I slip into the right. the horror part and the fear yeah. part of Chicago. Yeah. That'd you know, nice. sneak, it, sneak, sneak it into, like, page six. Yeah. yeah. You know? Give us, give us a little glimmer of hope. Yeah, you know, pretend we're the rebellion in Star Wars. Let yeah. us, let us, let us slip out the back of the cave with the weird diamond <laughs> foxes, you know, and then and then just have Kylo Ren there to wipe us all out with yeah. the death. Instead of instead of Ray, it's Kylo Ren with his weird light sword. It's not a light sword. It's a legitimate lightsaber. It is a legitimate light sword. Like, I mean, oh yeah, I guess so. It's a sword. Would you call it a weird light sword? Like, like it's an issue. Yeah. Things badass. Like, Ray has a lightsaber, and he's got a light sword. Like, I don't know. I mean, I would feel like he would accidentally cut himself with that thing. No, because he uses the force. So he always just misses him? Even if he makes a one? That's ridiculous. I feel like the force would miss once. And he's, like, this big, so... All right. We're not going to get into that topic. Uh, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> and we have moving moving right along in other news. Uh, so, Norm, the, this is what I found interesting is that the first automated car test 
has had just happened. So yeah. there's a local Chicago firm mm-hmm. that I used to call on as a sales guy back in the olden days. Back in the, day. back in the olden what? days. It's our friend, the old guy. Uh, <laughs> here, back. here, technologies. Hey, we're here and we're technologies. We're here, technologies. We're just here for you, but we use technologies. Um, they just uh, they they're a, they're actually a mapping software, and yeah. or a mapping software company. So they're kind of like what Google does with mapping around everything. That they mm-hmm. they are part of that vein of industry. And my if anybody watches and is actually from there, and I'm wrong, you can correct me. But I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Anyway. They were working with a couple of other organizations, then they put out this uh, automated car, and uh, they put it on I-90 and tested it out, and it worked. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's still a driver, but they yeah, basically, the driver, all the driver had to do was brake and accelerate, and then this, he just the steering wheel did its thing, man. Okay. So that's kind of interesting so and crazy. So can I say my favorite thing about the automated car test and the videos that go with the automated car test is always someone in the seat, and they're like, okay, guys. Look, I'm doing it. Yeah. The car's driving by itself, and they always have their hands up. Like they're like, yes. "Look, it's it's yeah. impossible to do, but it's yeah. doing it right now." Yeah, and I'm just like, it's like when you're riding a bicycle, and you're yeah. like, "Look, no hands." Yeah, they're, they're very like, yeah. "Look at this," but they're also just like, "If I have to touch this wheel to keep us from dying, I will." I will. Yeah. Or they'll like keep their hands on here, like, "Look, it's great," and like you realize half the time I'll be driving with like my finger just down here, just like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this is safety. Like, yeah. But they're just like, any, anytime I need to touch this wheel, I will touch it. But guys, the car's driving itself. Look. Yeah, yeah. You need that. You need, uh, just like when you're riding a bike, you need the person on the back of the two pegs. Yeah. <laughs> be like, would you put your hands on the damn right. steering wheel? I might die. I'm counterbalancing right here. Yeah. That's right. What, but that's you know, awesome. That's, yeah. that's good. The future is coming, man. I would love to get to a point where I don't have to drive. That would be super sweet. One day it's gonna, we're all gonna be like Will Smith and I, robot, and yeah. cars are just gonna take us places. That didn't, that didn't work out too well, though. Not for him, no. Way. Yeah. That well, I mean, he survived. Scene, but that car crash scene was kind of dark. Yeah, it was not great. Well, moving right along in Otter nose. Oh, a big festival happened. Oh this yes. So this weekend, for, uh, actually, it was Thursday through today, Sunday, uh, Pokemon Go Fest. Uh, Pokemon Lego! Exactly. But uh, less with them, more with us. Chicago. <laughs> this is our, what, third year of doing it? And the first year, they had an epic meltdown of uh, the shittiest proportions. They had thousands and thousands of people come, especially at the, the hype of Pokemon Go, come to Chicago. And uh, the cell towers were fucked up. They weren't expecting to handle this much um, cell service of things shut down and people were pissed. People came from all over the country just to do, to play Pokemon Go and it fucked up. And then second year, again, second year they came back and it, uh, it was great. Things started to kind of operate. They learned from their last lessons. They, they figured some things out. Still, a few things went wrong. But just like any festival where you have tons of cell phone users, and that's the main base of the program, is the cell phones and having a cell towers and then operating such a major city. Um, but they did it. It worked out well. Third year, this year, they uh, held it back in Grant Park. Uh, they had moved, I think, to Lincoln Park last year. And uh, this time they held it back in Grant Park again this year. It was back. Um, from the first year, and uh, thousands and thousands upon people came, and it rained on Saturday. And beautiful. When it rained, there was lightning, and not even the company itself, but the city of Chicago shut the shit down until the storm moved. They actually told them to stop. They told Niantic uh, to stop to get people into a safer place until the storm moved over. And this year, uh, apparently, uh, there was still tons of people pissed because it stopped for about two hours. Uh, but Nantic was, was on their game, and they credited a bunch of people with a bunch of stuff, which they usually do when shit goes wrong because they can do that. And um, they alerted people in time, ahead of time. They kind of informed them, bef- uh, 
you know, a couple of hours before, I think two hours before it was going to start again, they already knew the time that it would restart. So they informed people and they kind of just were on the ball with their shit. It seemed like it's been a, a great turnout. I will say a lot of old people have no clue what's going on in the area. <laughs> and they're trying to figure out why there's uh, bunch all of these people. Rats, bunch <laughs> of rapscallions walking around. Walking around in Charizard hoodies and, and uh, Pikachu. Being confabled kids with their Charizard sweaters. Right? And, but um, someone even said it's like a four-day Pokemon party, you know? They're all just there. And I, I was telling people, I was like, you know what? It's probably the best thing for Chicago. I choose Chicago. you, Pikachu. Like, it's the greatest thing for Chicago because you have a thousands of people coming into the city. They're all going to spend money. They're all here for about four days, so they're all going to spread out. Most of them are, are staying either further north or further, you know, somewhere in the city. And... Then, to be honest, in the city, when you have thousands of people just playing Pokemon games, it's probably going to be a safer area to walk. Like, there's so many yeah, ain't, people. Ain't, no, so ain't, ain't nobody playing Pokemon Go going to be robbing nobody. No, no. <laughs> and so many, like, screens and computers and stuff like that. They're like, okay, make sure you pay attention. Pay attention. But, you know, you have to realize most of these Pokemon Go people are walking in packs. Yeah. So, which is hilarious. The new gangs of Chicago are right? Pokemon you Go watch people. Out for them. They're 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 vicious with they, their ball throwing. I mean, if Pokeballs. You, if someone threw a ball at you, <laughs> I would love it for it to actually be a real Pokeball. Right, a real Pokeball. Just, just like Pokeballs everywhere. Just, <laughs> just another big litter problem. <laughs> just balls Pokeballs everywhere. Yeah. Just kicking goddamn Pokeballs God everywhere. Damn kids. <laughs> They're Pokeballs. I just don't understand. Ah, they're Pokeballs. But yeah, yeah, Pokemon Go Fest. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Thank I remember. You. I remember when they when they fucked up the first time yeah. and they gave everybody Mewtwo's. It's like, well, that defeats the point. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow, you all got like the most powerful Pokemon ever because we like, give them something Surprisingly, else. Surprisingly, it isn't anymore. Give them like an like an Onix or something. It really isn't the most powerful Pokemon anymore. Yeah, that's crazy, Dave. Well, I mean, when you're a business and you got to make up shit, yeah. you can make other powerful things. Like, this is a, a pickle, and it's the strongest Pokemon, strongest pickle you've ever had. Yeah. Like, I mean, hey, that's what I do. <sighs> well, you know, good old Pokemon. I, I know, I, I find it crazy people are still playing it, but it, it's a thing Yeah, that continues to happen. So, oh, God bless. God bless them. America and Pokemon. Yes. All right, well, moving right along hey, in order knows. We're going to jump to the wonderful, from one thing that could be considered a sport, although I don't know how, we'll move to actual sports, Norm, for the Cubs. The Cubs. Okay, we got the, we got a story here about the Cubs there, Norm, okay? Uh, the Cubs got a new, uh, one of the best Relief pitchers in the whole uh, Major League of Baseball, okay? And uh, where the hell is his name? There it is. <laughs> okay, so uh, Theo Epstein pulled uh, like a Ryan Pace from the Bears. And he got this guy, Craig Kimbrell. We got Craig Kimbrell. This guy, he, he throws the baseball. He, th he throws it like, you know, like he's skipping a stone. Yeah, he's, he, but he's it's with a baseball. Oh, he like curves the bullet. No, he, he he throws weird. Like he throws it around. It's like he's it's like he's trying to skip a stone, uh -huh. but he's throwing a baseball. Okay. Okay. So uh, this guy is he's like one of the best people who know a lot more about sports than I do are saying that this move is similar to when Ryan Pace of the Bears got Khalil Mack from the Raiders. This this move made the Cubs. A lot better. They're winning. Okay, they're only a uh, half game. Last time I looked at the standings, they're only a half game behind those bastard Milwaukee Brewers. It's a shocker that people in Milwaukee are Brewers. They're all a bunch Brewers. of drunks. <laughs> Fucking jamokes. Okay. And uh, so, they, yeah, so it's a big move. Okay. So it should I, make the Cubs a lot better. I got to ask this. How yeah. many pitchers does the Cubs have? So, so okay. So the, <laughs> you just got into a real conversation. Okay, okay, wait. Let me break it down right. for you. Well, <laughs> uh, with my amazing knowledge of baseball, yeah, there's a lot of people. Okay, there's a lot of pitchers. Every time I look, like there's I'll look like up at, at the screen, at least twelve or fifteen, and then of them. the pitcher will change, and I won't be aware of it. And one minute it'll be like, yeah. this hey, wait a minute, what happened to the black guy? And then yeah, then <laughs> the black guy will pop up, then it'll disappear, and I'm like, whoa, what's <laughs> going on? Then the black guy metamorphosis <laughs> into a white guy. 
Like, what if that was his... Like, is this changes? Is this a Doctor Who moment? <laughs> he just metamorphosized? It's like, I'm like, how many pictures do you fucking have? Yeah, there's a lot of pitchers on each baseball team, man. There's a lot yeah. of uh, a lot of bullpen pitchers is and this like, relievers, and then you got your your minimum four to five starting pitchers. So there's usually like at least 15, 12 wow. to 15 pitchers on every That's like team. half the fucking dugout. Pretty much. Well, they are always in their own separate area. Oh, really? The dugout is mostly for like the on-field players and then pitchers once they are done. So then the pitchers go hang out in the bullpen. But everybody this. else is in, yeah, pretty much. I didn't yeah. know this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So there's a veil there. Oh, yeah. You don't see the real... Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. It's cray. So, uh, yeah. It's a, it's an interesting thing going on. But this guy, Craig Kimbrell, I mean, this is a lot of Chicago sports reporters were saying this is a great move. I actually saw him pitch a couple times. The guy's good. So yeah. this made the Cubs uh, instant World Series contenders again, I think. That's pretty much... Sure. They're liking it. Likening it. Likening it. To Ryan Pace getting Cleo Mack from the Raiders over to the Bears. And, uh, I mean, that move in itself made the Bears the number one defense last year. We're, we're the number one defense ranked prematurely this year. And we're Super Bowl contenders basically because of all the moves that have been made and Cleo Mack being that. And now pretty much they're saying the same thing. So, hey, you Cubby fans, we got a guy. And, got uh, a guy. you know... The World Series is coming. We just got to beat those bastard Brewers. Fuck those guys up there in Wisconsin. Oh, 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 That's like why we're drinking their poison so yeah. that we can get their... We like beer, though, so we don't want the Brewers to go anywhere. We just want them to just keep brewing. We like just want the baseball, baseball Brewers yes. to go away. Yes. Baseball not brewers not actual Brewers. Brewers we like people who make beer. We love people who make yeah. beer. Another uh, quick... Sports story moving right along in utter news. Uh, the Women's World Cup is going yeah, on. Yeah. Go America, USA. I saw it. Yeah, they were playing it on a big screen in Wrigley Field. Yeah. And it was like it kind of surprised me because for all five people. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there were a ton of people uh, there. Yeah. Well, because it was a nice day and right. nice to be outside. Right. And Otherwise, people would be at home not watching. Pretty much. <laughs> it's just like, oh, there's a thing to do. Yeah. Let's go watch the Women's World Cup in Wrigley. But I mean, <laughs> it looked hype. I mean, for one, Wrigley has got this huge screen and they're just blasting it, and I'm kind of like, is there a fight happening? <laughs> yes. Like I can't tell what's happening. Uh, but yeah. Women's World Cup. Women's World Cup. Yeah. They beat Thailand 7-0. That's the soccer term. I'm a soccer guy. And, uh, which is to be expected. I mean, Thailand 7-0, yeah. Okay. And then they're playing a bunch of other podunk teams. I don't even know who's in their group. This is, I mean, look, this is kind of how it is, right? Like, the Women's World Cup, like, I really won't, it's kind of like, I don't, it's kind of like how I feel about baseball. I don't really care a whole lot about the regular season. Until it gets to the playoffs, and if the Cubs in the or or the Sox are in there, right, I'm I'm 100 in. I'll watch every game, right. But there's 162, 165 baseball games. I don't, I, don't, I, just, I can't. It's too much. <laughs> I can't do that. It's the same way with women's World Cup soccer. I don't care about the group the stage games because the USA is yeah. obviously gonna make it. Mm-hmm. We're the number one team. We're defending the World Cup. It's like you know, I really don't give a shit until like the quarterfinals. So then it's like, all right, it's worth. There's some. There's something at stake here. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'll watch it. You know, you know. If We're we not play, just if, playing to be on TV, if we play know? Brazil or France or something, like, okay, there's something going on. I'll, I'll watch. You know, USA, USA. You know, there's some Chicago people on the on the team. I'm pretty sure. I don't know who they are. I don't care. But <laughs> it's just like it's just the way it is. The women's the women's national team lost to like two under fifteen boys teams. Like, by a lot. Like, the Australian women's national team in Australia, you know? They lost to, like, an under-15 boys team, like, 6-2. to two. It's just like, I don't see any man's team losing to an under-15 boys team. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know... Maybe That's they're... why Serena Williams is like I, you know, I, you know what? No, I'm, I'm the best woman. We'll just leave it at that. I'm good with that title. I'm not gonna beat Rafael Nadar or, you know, Djokovic. Or any of those clowns. Yo. I don't know. This is how I feel. I mean, I, I want the USA to win. Yeah. Obviously. And I love women. So that's two things that are going for it. Right? But it's just like, in terms of entertainment value, it's like, 
You don't care it's until just... it's like prime time. Everyone yeah, prime time. Steak. This is yeah, it. exactly. Because uh, like unlike the, the unlike the U.S. men's national team, where I'm actually worried if they make it out of the group stage, I'm not worried about the U.S. women's national yeah. team making it out. Because yeah. all the other like literally no other countries around the world give a fucking shit about women's soccer. Yeah. It is so none of them are that good. Yeah. Like even the ones that are like second, third, fourth, like France, they're saying might be like really? No, I'm not worried. USA put has so much more money invested. It's like yeah. we're gonna make it to the finals. Mm-hmm. I'm not really worried about it. It is crazy though that like w- women in sports in in the US, like it's still kind of underrated, but we compared to a lot of countries. We our underration of like women's sports is still higher than everybody oh, else. Way <laughs> like, higher than everybody else. Like unbelievably like, higher. Like they should definitely get paid just the same amount as men. But we definitely Well I I definitely <laughs> think so. I think everyone should get paid equally only because women do it's still a sport. It's still a sport making tons of money for wealthy uh, men. Like <laughs> not true. No? It's and that's incorrect. How is that? Yeah. The woman, so they there's a statistic that I heard. I can't. I don't know where the source is, so mm-hmm. we'll take this for a grain of salt. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's from FIFA, though <laughs> that wonderful organization, yeah. FIFA. FIFA. But the the World Cup in South Africa made something like four billion dollars, or four or forty billion. I think it's four, but like even either way, billion with a B mm-hmm. in terms of total revenue. The Women's World Cup made seventy three million dollars. That's so, a ton of money, though. Yeah, but to then say that, I don't know, I just feel I like... I didn't say equal. I said they're still making a ton of money for wealthy men. It's not as much as the I men. I mean, no. I'm not saying that they're the same. I have I'm no problem saying. with I have no problem with women making equal pay for the same job, but it, there's also... I guess it just depends on if you... if I guess it comes down to your belief of, do you also believe in a merit... merit meritocratic system where you get more based on how much you produce that's really what the issue is yeah that there's nothing like i like the the women at the company that i work for mm-hmm. get paid about the same as anybody mm-hmm. you know there were when i was working in sales i know because i spoke to female co-workers they were making more in base salary than i was making actually you know which i found shocking to be quite honest i was mm-hmm. like oh good for you you know but uh so i know like that exists on a plane, but in a field like entertainment, if you, it, I think it, it is definitely more meritocratic in the sense of if you can produce more revenue, you should get paid more. I think that's yeah. really, I think that's kind of how I feel about it at that point. But what about, because, you know, I don't watch soccer, period. <laughs> so, <laughs> Which is fine. So, I don't watch soccer, period. You Brepskarian <laughs> bastard. <laughs> but I, I do say, um, Women's, I think women's sports as a whole, the nice part about it is that even though, yes, they are still under what we consider male sports, male-dominated sports, we still hold them up more than any uh, other country, in my opinion. Mm, true. Uh, and we still talk them. I mean, they, we promote them just as much. I think we should promote them more. But, I mean, I think we should do a lot of things differently. Yeah. Yeah. The other, yeah. I mean, I again, I have no problem with women making the same amount of money as man for that for jobs that are that require the same level of of work involved. Mm-hmm. Entertainment is just a little different. Like you just get you you get paid like it's just like we're comedians, right? Let's mm-hmm. say we were out. If we were to go on stage right now, we would probably not make as much as some female comics or comedians because they can draw a larger audience than we can. So they're going to make a lot more money than us. But if we get super freaking famous and we're selling out, you know, 10,000 seat stadiums mm-hmm. and a female is only selling like a 3,000 seat stadium, it's just like, that's the nature of the entertainment industry in general. But my question is, are they getting paid up to where the... the that I don't know. Exactly. The equal... Are, like, they, getting a, are they getting the max that they should be exactly. for what they field. are bringing? Yes. That yes. I don't know. Yes. That is the thing I don't know, and if and, and if I the answer the is no, step. then yes, they should. I think that's the first step. That is, then absolutely, one hundred percent, I would agree. Yes. They should be, they should. But the only thing is that women's soccer has tried to make a league in the U.S. just like the MLS, and the MLS is actually doing fairly well right now. Like they're finally, mm-hmm. like soccer is growing, and the MLS is doing fairly mm-hmm. well. Huh? Who likes soccer? People in America. Who do? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I it's like soccer is still the number one sport all kids are playing. I didn't know people cared about soccer. Yeah, actually. <laughs> there's They're coming out with like new teams every year now. Like David Beckham and LeBron James are trying to build a team in Miami right now. Who's David Beckham? Uh, the like, number one like most notorious known soccer guy Never heard from of him. England. Never heard of him. Married the Posh Spice chick. I know her. I don't know who the David Beckham guy is. All right, well... I don't know what to tell you then. <laughs> he's pretty oh, fucking he's infamous. He's like backup. Yes, okay. yes, exactly. Thank hey, yes. There you go. You got it. No, but that, uh, I yeah. mean, I mean, that's that's great. I, I mean, I, I think we agree uh, that that should happen, and I'm glad soccer or football is important to people. Yes, football. 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 It's important. Football. Uh, I just can can't. See, people can, yeah. people who are watching on the Facebook Live can see my, my yeah, wonderful right? jersey signed by Pelé, <laughs> the best soccer player of all time from I, Brazil. The worst part about it is I love, I love two things with soccer. I love um, soccer um, respect videos on YouTube yeah. <laughs> where like great soccer players that like, strip them for their stuff because they respect them so much. Yeah. And I love soccer... Um, uh, fakes where they like fall yeah. and they're like trying to get the referee to sell oh, it's the greatest like, thing. Sell the referee. Those I'll watch for hours. Actual yeah. soccer games? No, sorry. Can't. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I hear you. I mean, you're wrong, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to watch some high quality soccer, man. That's why I don't even watch MLS anymore. I watch British Premier League and it's like, it's just so good compared to. I'm perfectly fine you know, with you just telling me how great it is and it just is kind of giving me wonderful. the highlights and I'll just live through All you right. vicariously. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, moving right along in other news, uh, Norm, a very interesting article that I read from the Chicago Tribune about another local Chicago firm called Fairlife. Now, yeah. for those of you Chicagoans out there, you may have seen uh, Fairlife on your shelves in your local grocery yeah, market like yeah. your Jewels or your Tonys. Or your Pete's. And uh, very interestingly, all of those grocery markets have pulled Fairlife from those shed shelves. Yeah. And why is that, Norm? Why is that? Thank you for asking. No when, Per my prompting you to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, yes, Fairlife is under, under attack from activists. Yeah. Uh, because there's an organization called the Animal Recovery Mission, which is a non-profit organization based in Miami that basically sends people out to find organizations and farms and stuff that are doing animal abuse and they found that one of the main one of the suppliers, one of the suppliers of mm-hmm. Fairlife a farm in Indiana called Fair Oaks Farms. Mm-hmm. Uh, they found workers there basically torturing calves. Whoa. And this uh, Fair Oaks Farms is, constitutes, according to Fairlife, only 5% of their total milks, uh, uh, milk supply. They also they have about 30 total suppliers. This is just one of the 30. Nevertheless, uh, it's caught Fairlife in quite a bit of yeah. trouble, oh, yeah. as well as the farm. And, the farm. and um, there's all kinds of uh, misdemeanor and felony... Uh, animal abuse litigation that's going to be filed against them and they're going to probably be in court for quite a little while and could suffer shutdowns and all kinds of issues. There are three workers from the farm that were arrested for for being on these videos that were captured. So it's not good for uh, 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 an organization and a, and a local Chicago company that was saying, hey, go to our farms and see... Yeah. How how well I mean that's kind of their whole motto is how well they treat the cows and the and the calves that produce their milk for the product that you intake and uh, apparently it's all a fucking sham. They even I mean there's like literally a tour and they're like yeah it doesn't really show the actual behind the scenes it shows them like getting massages and yeah. shit like that's all a what really it's all it's all a sham really yeah so they're like oh okay yeah come into the tour like look we really care about yeah. Stewart it's like here. Kobe beef like... where they slather them in gold. Hey. And Oils and massage I mean, the cows. They, they really do. <laughs> yeah, they do actually do they that really for Kobe do. beef. Yeah, no, it's great. But uh, <laughs> this Fairlife organization is a big sham. Damn. Well, yeah. I mean, they're getting what they deserved in it. They were fake the entire time. I think and Fairlife. I mean, Fairlife. I mean, the biggest organization will probably take a hit is this uh, Fair Oaks Farms. They're probably yeah. going to be the ones. Yeah. Fairlife as an organization, since they have other suppliers, will probably just go. Oh, well, we're not using them anymore, yeah. and then they'll probably save yeah. their own skin. 
But, um, yeah, I mean, all their products have been pulled. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going to yeah. affect their bottom line for quite a while. And they're partnered with Coca-Cola as one of their main distributors. They're, so Coca-Cola is also investing. So they could lose their distribution through Coca-Cola, which is a large or a yeah. distribution company in addition to just making, you know, Coke. So, and not like the Coke. We all, okay, we know Coke, okay, right? Know all right. Coke, right. I said that was we such a Coke. cheap joke. Coca-Cola. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, geez. But, but, but my yeah. thing is, like, I can tell, like, Coca-Cola is only going to drop their life if it starts affecting their business. Correct. And then Fairlife is going to drop this. Well, I mean, I guess it's a small farm considered to the whole overall right. scheme of things. Yes. They'll drop this small farm like a quick fucking habit. I think they've already started working towards it, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. behind the scenes, they're like, we're getting ready to get rid of you. There's no coming back from this because even if you had, uh, like, oh, we've gotten rid of those guys and now we've brought in people who really care, they let that happen under the house. So they're going to be like, no, fuck you. We're going with the other guys we have and we're going to move the fuck on. That's correct. And Coke's like... You better fix your shit. That's basically <laughs> like, that's basically the power coke yeah, has. Like, Otherwise, y'all are fucked. Fix your shit now. <laughs> that's right. Or you won't. You'll be selling your shit on the sidewalk. That's like. right. And just like one of their cows on one of those farms that supply the milk yeah. that we that we as consumers drink, taking a shit, it all rolls downhill. So uh, <laughs> the lowest people on the totem pole will be the scapegoats. They will get fucked. Yeah. Unfortunately. Surprisingly, no goat shit. It's all no. cow shit. No I mean, goats. No we, goats were harmed. Only calves. Are we even drinking milk anymore? I drink milk. But as, as a general whole, like, we have so many milk options now. General milk consumption has gone down yeah. as a whole, well, but I still so drink it. It's expensive now. It, there is some expense to it, yes. And, and now, people are using alternative milk sources. Also, because people are finding out that the lactose in milk is really fucking with them. Makes mm, them yes. Gassy and shit like right. that. So, so they're coming out with other milk options. Like, like almond milk. Who knew you could milk an almond? Oats. You can milk mm, yeah. shit out of oats. Milking oats. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love them. Yeah. I love watching. I love watching somebody good, just <laughs> just milk one of those oat udders. God, it's so, like, so this entertaining. Full grown almond. Okay. Really, really seeing them really gently protrude the almond just to get out that little. I would, it's one drop at a time. It's an arduous process. It's an art. Yeah, it's an art form that they could get a whole. It takes literally they five really, years to get one carton. They really do have to care for uh, their almonds. They do. Them. They do. They 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 don't they, beat their almonds. They sing them sweet lullabies, and they 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 take a whole bushel and they caress them to sleep. Some, some almonds they get crushed. It's an arduous. Uh, yeah, that's right. It's an arduous. There's casualties along the way. It's it's like a war, but you know what? We all benefit from it. <laughs> It's but not no, like they, it's not like we're testing fucking, mice. They get what they fucking deserve. That's uh, right. Yeah. Don't don't be baby. We will we will try and uh, stay on top of this. This just broke yeah. recently. We'll we will follow. This will definitely be a follow up story. But uh, I found that quite interesting. Um, Norm, moving right along in otter news. Let's take a, a couple minutes to talk about this last topic uh, before we get to the jag off of the week. So there was a, a story I read in the Tribune that was saying that sixty uh, percent of male. That is, that is that is individuals who identify as a man. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's male. let's let's do that PC thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so male managers are afraid to interact or mentor some of their f- uh, female subordinates, uh, and this is according to an organization called LeanIn.org, uh, and they say that sixty percent of male managers don't want to mentor female subordinates and employees because they're afraid of you know the whole backlash of the hashtag me too mm-hmm. and women are complaining saying well hey wait a minute you know i want to get some mentorship so i can move up in this company and now you know there's less hirings all it's all it's, yeah. you know all kinds of things and they're saying well is this a is this a male backlash of the me too movement i submit it somewhat is I think there are definitely a lot of men now who are afraid to, uh, I mean, there's, you know, there's a lot of, and I've witnessed things personally at companies where men were just mm-hmm. saying gross things mm-hmm. in front of female coworkers that I never was a fan of, but of course they were not harassing the women in any way. Mm-hmm. They were just being gross idiots Yeah, is really what it was. And now, you know, I mean, one of the biggest places that people used to meet their spouse was at work and now that has dropped dramatically because particularly men are afraid of even approaching women hell google has a policy that states that uh, you can only 
talk to somebody or ask somebody out twice, even if it's like for a, a group gathering, and if the, if the woman declines two times, you cannot ask them out a third time or you can be terminated from your position at Google. So, you know, things are very strict now. And, you know, I think men are definitely afraid that, uh, I mean, you know, if some, some women are very, very attractive and they come into work with very intricate clothing, high heels, things like that, we're all a bunch of pigs, Norm, is what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm and gonna, uh, I think men are afraid of that. I'm going to ask this Which question. is sad, but it is. What are you afraid of? <laughs> like, what as a male, sh you shouldn't be afraid of anything because if you didn't, if you haven't um, aggressively or even put in the, the air of any type of um, sexual or interest or even physical anything to other than mentoring this individual, there should be no fear. There should be no fear whatsoever because you've accepted to say, hey, listen, we are business partners. We are business. Together, we're working in this business. I want to make sure that you come up in this world by gifting you this information, this knowledge that I have. So there should be no fear. Um, the only thing you can be afraid of is if you've, you attempt the part that's wrong. I think that is the main contention is that men, these male managers are, if they take a woman under their wing, they're going to be in close proximity. Uh -huh. They're going to be doing a lot of one-on-one -on -one personal time. Yes. And if, you know, again, men are pigs. Yes. And we're biologically preordained to try and fuck anything that <laughs> moves for the most part. There's just, I think some male managers are afraid that enough time passing could cultivate feelings that could be mutual or could be one-sided and mistakes could end up happening or things could be misconstrued in platonic ways and then that could end up screwing over their careers. I don't think so though. <laughs> I, like I, here's my thing. Here's, here's I'm, not, I'm just providing what I believe yeah. to be an explanation. Yeah. I'm not saying it is he, near, neither no, here nor no. there correct. Yeah. Just trying to put myself in their minds and put myself in the minds yeah. of females and I understand the females perspective as well. You know, they just want to like make more money and move up in the organization, and, yeah. and that has been an issue for women where they've been saying, and I, and I get that, and I, I, that's not good either. No, because I think in in the sense of like, because the whole purpose of it is, if they need a, a mentor, to bring them up so that there are more female mentors for other females to be mentored by, this is the way to do that. You know what you need? You just need a hard ass bitch. Is what you need. Just be like, listen, motherfucker. Don't, don't be touching me, okay? Just give me a spreadsheet. <laughs> Tell me what the spreadsheet means. And you know what? We'll do... You could, all, you, could, <laughs> you could do it via Skype. You know, there's plenty of... There's plenty of ways where you don't have to be in the same room. Exactly. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Like, go into my office. Yes. Mm, yes, get closer. Like, yeah, well, if you put yourself in those situations, yeah. But I mean, that but should... But don't. But that should also be the, the, the male mentor's view of like, hey, listen, I'm going to be over here... And I'm not going to get anywhere close to you, so that we we never have that right. issue. I'm focused on you and making sure everything works out for you. But it um, should be that simple. It really should. It should be because I want to get you money and get you the fuck out of here. <laughs> so that way, when you make it big, you point back at me, and I'm hopefully retired somewhere. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't. I work with. I've worked with many female coworkers mm -hmm. and have had very nice platonic relationships with them. No problems. Of course, I was never a manager. But even then, I've had really good managers who yeah. treated female coworkers with a lot of respect. I, I just, you know, I, I don't, I don't get why it is such a big deal. I think just a lot of men are just afraid that they're not going to be able to control their inhibitions, and I, which is sad. And how much of but, that is is um, I'm not going to say legitimate. I'm going to more say how much of that is is um, a true representation of every. Office. I mean, you got right. there's tons of offices. Right. There are tons of, of jobs. This could be a very small sample size, probably. Really, all, you know? could be. I'm not saying there isn't an issue that we need to to you know fucking fix, but this could like there's definitely a ton of male and female managers out there who are, who are mentoring male and female individuals and helping them grow in companies. Yes. Without any problems.
And then yeah. there's people who are, who are touching people for no good reason. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably yeah. the men who are uh, afraid that they're definitely yes. going to touch yes. somebody <laughs> yes. that are like, I don't want to deal with this. Why so. are you in a straitjacket? Uh, yeah. I just want to make sure that yeah. we're all clear here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why did you put in glass paneling in your office? Uh, now, you know. Now press the, the enter button. <laughs> why, why Why? is this like a prison and we're talking over two phones over, with a glass plate? Well, you know, I just like to be safe versus sorry. Uh, this is bizarre. I just want to let you know I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, but I'm not with you. Yeah. Let's get these things. Anyway, I think yeah. it's a little silly yeah. and ridiculous. Yeah. But such as it is, that's what the data shows. Of course, we, I'm not entirely certain. How comprehensive this leanin.org did uh, of, a, of a survey and study. Yeah. But nevertheless, I do think it is a thing. I mean, even Tony Robbins was quoted as saying that he knows a lot of male owners and stuff who are not hiring females based on this whole yeah, thing. Cause, yeah. and, I, and I can understand from like an owner's perspective, maybe it's not just them who are worried about it, but they're worried that hiring a female could potentially, and knowing like other men, it could be a situation. I mean, hiring sucks in general. It's all crapshoot, just like dating, right? But at the end of the day, it's like you can't – if someone's qualified, whether it be a male or a female, you, you should consider them yes. for the position, end of story, yes. and pay them accordingly and don't worry about as it should be. Shit. And, you know, it's at some good. point, it's it's all a risk. So if it happens, you got to deal with you. it. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and Fucking it's not manager. always – sometimes it's definitely the man's fault. Sometimes I know I know some females who have coerced men into doing things for them in a work office environment in order to get ahead, yeah. which is kind of silly. I don't know why you would... I mean, I get why women feel like they need to do that. To be, I get but why it's just anyone like, would do it. I, I totally get it. And it's like, I, I mean, hopefully we can get to the point where that none of that needs to happen. I think it will always happen. But, but we've only been really working with... Uh, like men, men and women have only been really in the workplace together for like, what, 50 years, mm -hmm. 60 years yeah, max, like since long. the 50s really. Yeah. So we're really kind of still new at this. And uh, we don't know what the hell we're doing. I don't even know. Like every company has their own separate policy guidelines of what is sexual yeah. harassment versus what isn't. Yeah. It's like there's no, you know, there's no there's no line. The lines are every they're they're all over the place. You don't know? fucking touch people until they tell you to touch them. That would be a good. I think that'd be a good place <laughs> to start. That's the rule. I think that's a good place <laughs> to start. Yeah. I think that's the big rule, and then yeah. I think you're good from there. Yeah. I like, think that's I think that's a generally a good place to start, and then we can build on top of that. Once they like but, touch me, I think you guys are okay. Yeah. <laughs> if if she, if she goes, wow, you're hot. Let's go back to your place and bone. I think then maybe you're okay. But maybe have a document with some signatures involved. Treat it like a business at that point. Okay, so before we start this, yeah. uh, can you sign here, here, yeah, yeah. here, and here? They, there's a company that does that, by the way. So, yeah. very hey, interesting. I mean, what you got to do. Anyway, that, I thought that was an interesting thing to discuss. And, uh, yeah, women, please, uh, don't be discouraged. Continue striving for, for positions and the best. And So that way you can mentor If there women. are, yes, yes, you can mentor. Amen. mentor. And some, yeah, and men as well. But also, uh, if you do encounter a shitty ass manager, call them yeah, out. Do it. There's nothing wrong with the hashtag Me Too. I'm okay with it. We just got to know that there there uh, there are there are bad people on on all sides. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Someone already ruined that. And you can't believe that. Anymore. Because oh, there are so bad easy people joke. on both sides, and it uh, sucks because that would yeah. be a fucking use it anymore. Thanks I know. Uh, <laughs> thanks a lot, Trump. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, interesting conversation. Yeah. Women, we pray for you. We wish you all the best, and uh, and we hope that that number goes down over the next uh, few years. That so women are getting more opportunities if they want to be managers. I think they should. I knew one woman at one of my companies that I worked at. She was a tough ass bitch. And she finally made it as a manager, and I say good for her. Yeah. Because uh, it is, men are intimidated by a hard-ass bitch like that lady was, and she did a good job. So, you know, women deserve the opportunities for that. I also know someone who became managers who did not deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just nowhere to fill a quota. But nevertheless, there are a lot of very, very good managers who are women out there, and I've, I know some of them, and I hope they continue to strive to, to move forward. So, um, fantastic. Well, Norm... Uh, that concludes pretty much all of the main stories. You know what time it is now? Our favorite time of the episode. It's time for the yeah! Devil of the Week! And we have such a great jag-off, Norm. Um, He's been waiting to do this fucking job all day. This has been... I'm so excited for this. So, our beloved... Uh, 
Clippers have been doing a competition for the next kicker because that a-hole Cordy Parkey with Mr. Uh, Senior Double Dunk, okay, he uh, he double dunked and lost us the ability to go on uh, to try and win a Super Bowl yes, last year. And fuck that guy, okay? And uh, now we had a good old uh, round-robin competition. We had about nine kickers going on down kicking. They're all uh, kicking. All kicking. Kicking field goals is what they're uh, doing. And uh, three were left. We made it to the final three. And uh, one of them is now we're now down to the double deuce. <laughs> we only got two left. And you know what? It's because there's this one guy. His, uh, his name is Chris Blewett. And, uh, well, how else can I say it? Uh, he blew it! <laughs> he freaking blew it! And he got cut because he blew it! He blew it! Ah, oh, Chris, with a name like Blew It, how would we have expected you to not get cut, you, you big jagoff? Couldn't hit a 50, 40-yard field goal. 40-yard field goal! <laughs> Playoffs? <laughs> Playoffs? Not with, not with Chris Blew It, because he's going to blow it! And that's why they cut him, the Bears. <laughs> Matt Nagy's very frustrated. I'm not feeling too good about our kicking options. But at least they got rid of a... Can you imagine if the Bears went, in, went into the season with the kicker named Chris Blewett? And the first oh time... Oh, my God. The first time he fucked up... Oh, it would be horrific. I guess he, he blew it. it. <laughs> oh, my God. There would be so many sexually bad jokes about him. You know, there'd be, uh, let's say, phallic objects <laughs> being oh, man, photoshopped that, near yeah. his mouth. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So, uh, Chris, I think it's probably best that you probably did blow it. Ever, yeah. You blew it big time. And uh, we're all happy for it because I definitely don't want to kick around my roster name, blew it. How would that even, like, that should be like a disqualification. If What's he, your name? Chris if, Blewett. If his nah. last name was Blewett and he made every single one. Yeah. Then that would probably be well, like motivation. Well, Chris Blewett is up to kick, and he's never blown it. Yeah, exactly. He's not gay. <laughs> like never blown. Like yeah, like never I, blown it, despite I, his nasty name. Like so, I, I think that could have been an old, a superpower. For yeah, him, it could have been, but uh, no, it didn't. He he just uh, he, he lived up to his name, and he, he, did, blew it. And he blew it, and he blew it. So uh, just don't blow it in other aspects of your life, unless you are. I mean, unless you float that oh, way, blew it. Gosh, it's such an easy... You can blow it if you want You, you blow it if you want, blew it. You've already blown it. You do you. Yes, but you, right. you're not on the Bears. But you're not on the Bears. <laughs> you're not on the Bears. Thank so. goodness. Because you're a jag-off! And make field goals, for God's sakes! Ah, it's not on the Bears, because I mean, we don't want it, that. It's got to be really hard to, like, be chosen and then fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> to have, exactly. like, a career ahead of you, to yeah. make that type of money, yeah. and then... And, and then like, you blow it, yeah, you like your last it. name, because you blew it. You, All right. All you do is kick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it, but whatever, because, he, well, he blew it, so there it is. How many more times can we, can we do Actually, this joke? I, 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 can't say it. I, can't, I can't say that I wouldn't blow it, only because I'm not a kicker. So and I your last name it, isn't yeah. Chris Blewett. No, it's not Blewett. Because he blew it. Because he blew it. Yeah. Well, that's because you're a jag-off guy, yeah, and uh, best of luck to you, and also maybe change your last name. Okay, so, Norm. That was the podcast. The podcast and uh, before back. we end, I just want to say, if you liked what you listened to, please make sure to go and like and follow us on our Facebook page at Chicago60, S-I-X-T-Y, 60 spelled out, at Chicago60. You can find us there on Facebook. You can also go to YouTube and just type in Chicago60, and you will find us and hit the subscribe notification button and watch us there. You can also go to Instagram. And find us at at Chicago underscore 6060, the numbers, Chicago underscore 60. And you can find us on Instagram. And you can interact with us there and watch us there and do stuff there. Or you can, you know, go to iTunes because this is going to be on iTunes tomorrow. And you can listen to it again because we're so awesome, Norm and I. So go to iTunes and please subscribe there and leave us a review. Five stars, ideally. Don't leave one stars. That hurts us. Help us because that's what we need from you because... One time, we also really would like to get on a boat. Well, Please, help Norm. Right, Norm? We need oh, to get uh, on so, a boat. So, in honor of Father's Day, which 
It is uh, today. Right, which we before we happy end. Father's happy, happy Father's, Father's Day. Day. Father's John J. War, my dad, happy Father's Day. I'm not going to list off all of my father figures because that would be a long list. <laughs> so uh, we're going to ignore that. Um, but uh, I'd love to get on a boat. We would love to get on a boat. We have uh, a couple of friends who would all love to get on a boat. And I'm not talking about a small dinghy. I'm not talking about something that you row. I'm talking about something that has a machine in it where you have a big steering wheel and you drive it around a lake. I want to be on a boat. We want to get a... Thank you. That's the fancy word for it. I, I call it a big boat. Big <laughs> old boat. We're going to have a champagne bottle. We're going to break open that champagne it's bottle. We're going to have a little boat shaped like the boat. Your little boat with your name on it. Us on that boat with another small tiny champagne bottle with also a mini boat in there. And it keeps going on and on and on until the break of dawn. And uh, if that. anyone out there, anyone out there in the universe has just a boat, we then would love to be follow on us on all those platforms and message us about the boat. That'd be awesome. And if you don't follow us in all those things, you're going to miss out on a lot of content because there's going to be some stuff we only release on YouTube. There's going to be some you you could just listen to the podcast, but then you're going to miss all the stuff on YouTube that will come out. We're going to do some we're doing some we're writing some sketch comedy stuff That's about right. Chicago. That's coming out very soon yeah. in the summer. You're going to miss it if you're not subscribed to YouTube. We're going to have a lot of cool photos and small videos that are different on Instagram. And if you're not following us on Instagram, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss it. going to have special messages and competitions just on the Instagram. It's coming soon. You're going to miss it if you're not on there. And if you're not on Facebook, you'll miss all of it because it all goes to Facebook, which sucks because fuck Facebook. But, I mean, you were on there. and You're going to miss it. So you got to follow us everywhere. You know? Support us, Support please, because we're bringing you the best news about our favorite Support. city, Chicago. Please so go us. and do that, do that right now. Right now. Fantastic. Well, Norm, uh, one last time, happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. To all the fathers out there, especially the Chicago fathers, fathers you Chicago best motherfuckers. Fathers. You are motherfuckers because you're dads. You fucked yeah. a mom and then yeah, you had kids, so that's why you're a dad, children, you motherfuckers. Why did you have children? <laughs> Yeah, well, then they wouldn't be a dad. I know, true. So, good you. Good job, you motherfuckers. <laughs> good job, you. <laughs> you dads out there, you wonderful dads in Chicago. And all dads everywhere, all but, dads especially everywhere. Chicago, but especially in Chicago. The greatest dad. city in the world. The dads. The dads. The dads. All right, well, Norm, with that, we have to now end with our favorite phrase of all time. And that is... Bang out and fuck the Packers! See you next week, folks. Good night, everyone.